dress flip flops on, singing to that highway song. Got a little night smile, the kind that drives you wild. Nothing like playing with fire, brings boy to life. Be with the fuse you light, you're good at dynamite. Presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, fourteen minutes and twenty seconds. Where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this uh, 28th day of March 2023. Thank you once again to Cody Hall for providing our uh, waiting room music, I guess. We've made my day a staple here at 1420 World Headquarters. Thank you for making us a part of your day each and every, I shouldn't say each and every day, but most days of the week we get going here. Uh, a little later start this morning, I had to wait for some news to come across or not come across before we started talking about this, uh, as always, controversial subject that's coming up no matter what with Hockey Canada and throughout the hockey world seems to happen a lot. Yesterday, I went for a, a pre-show beer over at Brown Social House. Cheap shout out there to Brown Social House over on the west side here in Lethbridge, Alberta. Uh, and Rick Westhead came on the television. And every time Rick Westhead comes on, you're thinking, oh, God, now what? What did uh, what did some meathead hockey player do now? Or what did some meathead hockey organization do now? Or whatever it may be. But all it basically was saying, uh, not all it was saying, I don't want to... Um, downplay the whole situation but Rick Westhead was reporting that Hockey Canada made the decision yesterday that all the members of the 2018 World Junior Team were in, ineligible to play in any Hockey Canada events for the foreseeable future. Uh, not a very good look for Hockey Canada. To, uh, as everybody knows, there was a situation that happened in London, Ontario. I think it was in 2018 or 19, a celebration of that team that won the World Junior Gold. Uh, eight players are basically implicated in this situation where they uh, there was a sexual assault involving one girl, eight players, and on and on it goes. I'm not uh, downplaying this or anything, but it seems like it kind of just went away 
way, quote unquote, that it's just um, maybe Hockey Canada, nothing was going on. They they made some changes with the board. They made some changes with their their leadership group and everything else, but it kind of went away. Uh, and then the NHL was supposed to also do have an investigation and that one kind of went away too. And, and nothing has really happened at all with this whole thing. It's kind of the, the, the girl has been, her name is, is out there and everything else. It's got, kind of gone on. There was a, some money that went to, to the girl and everything, everything, but we won't get into all that stuff because that's, that's been beaten to death. But the whole thing that's kind of been odd to me is that how, how hockey Canada hasn't got anything going on. And uh, yesterday in, in parliament, uh, Kevin Waugh, I think his name is uh, MP in, in, in Canada here. He basically said, Hey, there's a report out there. You're handing it in tomorrow. There's a report that was done by a Toronto, Ontario law firm that's been sitting on the shelves and they hockey or the, the Canadian government has this committee that said, hey, go and get this report, get it now, turn it in. And that's why I'm a little bit late today because nothing got you, didn't get turned in. But what's going to happen is that Hockey Canada, um, there, there's going to be a third party that's going to look at this report and make sure that players who aren't implemented in this situation and aren't in the report, that their names kind of get cleared that they aren't going to be named and, and everything else. There has been a number of players um, throughout that, that uh, the 22-man roster, whatever it was, on that team that have come out through their agents or through themselves, and they have made statements saying, hey, man, I wasn't any part of this. I did not do this. I wasn't, I wasn't even in London, Ontario for this event. I was not at the golf course. I was not, not, not. There was a number of players who came out and said this. There are if you went through this, and I probably could have done it, but I, if you go through it, there are, there are some players who haven't said a word about it and you could probably go through it and, and go just by deductive reasoning that this guy was part of it and this guy was part of it and this guy was part of it. So it's kind of strange that this thing has just kind of got a back burner and nobody said anything as to who the players are and what, what could happen. It's strange to me that, that, that the NHL has not gotten ahead of this whole thing because there, there is such a thing as bad publicity. There used to be a thing called a, there's no such thing as bad press. When it comes to sexual assault and sexual abuse and everything else, there is, there is bad press. There's nothing you can, uh, there's nothing you can say that will convince differently and I don't think there's a person on God's green earth or white earth here in Canada today the snow we got last couple of days but there's no one that will say that 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 uh, sexual assault is a is a is a uh, tolerable offense. Uh, it's, so it's strange that Hockey Canada, the National Hockey League, and the London Police Force actually they they really haven't done a whole bunch because there's, there's only twenty some guys that that you need to talk to an interview. Uh, it could be a pretty easy thing to do, and that, like I said, you, you get down to twenty two guys or whatever it was, and then the, there were players like Kale McCarr who said he was not part of the situation, and then, and on and on and on, and just process of elimination where you'd be able to figure out who these eight guys are who might have been. Uh, involved in this situation to, to what degree who knows none of my business at, at this moment obviously but you wonder why that hockey canada has let this thing drag on for so long and then how come that they, they made a decision yesterday to say okay maybe for what we're going to do i think i have a, I have a couple reasons why they may have done done this yesterday that why why they said okay any players were playing for uh, that that team 2018 world junior team you're not allowed to play for any world championship teams you're not allowed to don the maple leaf for for a certain period of time till this investigation is is over and done with this this thing should have, have been taken care of a long time ago as soon as that payment was made out did they try to sweep it under the rug probably in fact i guarantee that's what they tried to do but basically what what you got here is T team canada saying okay we're going to to uh, silence the critics a little bit. We don't need some kid, or it's not, they're not kids anymore. They weren't really even kids back then. You got some some player who uh, might don the jersey next month at the World Championships that 
will get implicated in this thing. It'll be a really bad look for, for Hockey Canada and for the National Hockey League and for the Players Association and on and on and on to be involved in, in this in this whole thing and then see that, that their, their name is on this document that said that guy is one of the guilty ones. Well, not, not guilty, but one of the ones that might be going to court for this situation and might be getting his fingerprints done for, for this situation. And you wonder why it's taken this long because they, they, this, these guys could have played in certain situations. They could have been playing for teams that, uh, that might be making the playoffs. You think the hockey, the, the hockey world would probably want to get this thing looked after a little bit to say, okay, this guy has been playing for our team for this long uh, COVID kind of gave them a, a little bit of a reprieve. They could kind of hide a little bit. It's been two years since this, this thing first came out. And it, it, for for this thing to be swept under the rug for so long and just maybe hoping it would go away. Well, it hasn't because you had this MP. He was stating yesterday, why is this taking so long? Are, are they Is Hockey Canada hiding something? We have a trust issue with Hockey Canada and on and on it goes. So you wonder why Hockey Canada wouldn't try to get this thing, get ahead of the game, look like the good guy in, in the situation, the, the, the new leadership group, the, the, the new board of directors, whatever you want to call them, why they wouldn't have made this their first order of business and say, okay, here's what we got. If there is, is, is some document that, that that's sitting on a shelf in a Toronto law firm, why wasn't this made not public, but why wasn't this taken care of quite some time ago? It's it's a mystery to me that hockey wouldn't want to get this thing done because it was the biggest scandal uh, and, and multiple different stories going around about what happened and the, why the payments were made and everything else. You would think that the, the, the new leadership group would say, okay, here's what we got. We're taking care of this. It's not happening, happening under our watch anymore. Uh, part two of this thing, you, you, you think that maybe Hockey Canada wants the players to come out and say, okay, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. And they're maybe uh, strong-arming these guys to say, I'm not part of this, I'm not implicated in this, I, I don't want any part of it, and maybe say something that, okay, and, or maybe get, get get the agents together, because agents have a lot of power in this situation. Is it a situation now that you have Hockey Canada and these players getting strong-armed by, by Hockey Canada saying, can you guys do say something, please? Because uh, there's an old Julia Roberts line from back uh, Flatliners, I think it was, yeah, Flatliners with Kiefer Sutherland, uh, withholding the truth is the same as lying. And th- there's been a lot of truth being with- withheld from the situation. And you would think that hopefully some players will actually come out in front of this and step forward and say, listen, it wasn't me. I, I 100% hear it and come in front of the camera and say it. Don't hide. Don't hide behind your agent. Come out and say it wasn't me. If you guys can um, go out and make millions of dollars and be tough guys on the ice, do it off the ice and say, okay, I, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. And let the court of public opinion take care of it and say, well, it must have been that guy. It must have been that guy. Because once once the, the, the chips start falling, you're going to see a lot of um, more, more chips fall and and they'll get to the bottom of it. And the people who are responsible for, for keeping this hush-hush and for trying to keep this silent and for trying to keep this uh, swept under the rug for as long as they have, they will be forced to come out and say something as well. And I think that's the only way that this is going to um, to take care of this whole situation to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Like, you look at the situation that happened with the, the Moose Jaw Warriors. They had, a, I think, three or four players. I should, probably should have, shouldn't. Yeah, it was, it was three guys, I believe. It doesn't much matter. But they were suspended for most of the second half of the season. Then they got suspended for the playoffs that they're upcoming. Coaches were suspended. I think the team got fined $25,000 for a situation that the 
Edmonton Police Force said wasn't a criminal investigation anymore, but they still got fined the 25 grand. These players lost a year of their eligibility, and who knows what happened with the girl and everything else that's going on because this, this happens in hockey far too often. And I shouldn't just say hockey. It happens throughout the world far too often. It happened in the entertainment world. It happens all over the world where these sexual assaults are taking place, and, and it's kind of they, they, get to, they get left behind, and they, 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 they try to get swept under the rug a lot. And so something must have obviously happened that wasn't right for these Moose Jaw Warrior players and these Moose Jaw Warriors coaches to be spent as long as they had they could. Twenty five grand for for these junior hockey teams is nothing to sneeze at. So something went sideways. The player, everybody knows who these players were because they haven't played all season long. So that that's something that that was a good thing that WHL has their their code of conduct rules and said no, you're not playing. Maybe it's time for the National Hockey League to adopt this thing because everybody knows everybody from Hockey Canada knows who's involved in this situation. Everybody knows what players were involved in it. it. I don't think it would be too hard to get down to the nitty gritty of this thing. There's 20 guys on that team or 22 guys on this team. And like I said earlier, you can whittle it down pretty quick about who was involved in this situation because there's already been three or four players that I wasn't, I was not, I was not. Right. And so now you have players like Carter Hart, who might have been going to a Team Canada thing because the, the Flyers are well out of the playoffs. He might have been going to a uh, to play for, for Team Canada at the World Championships, but now he's like, well, I, I can't go. Like, I can't go now. And it's, it's the right move by Hockey Canada to maybe get these guys to talk a little bit, to say something, and to get things going and get this thing get this thing over with. Yes, the girl will be scarred for life and everything else, but to, to put she'll be able to put this behind her and get it just get it taken care of and start and everybody can start moving forward because that's the only way you can do this to try to get rid of this this uh, stigma is to try to move forward. Um, it, it's an insane situation that that happens throughout the hockey world, throughout the, the entertainment world, throughout all all facets of life, and it's crazy that that, that it's still happening to this day. And that the one that happened with the Moose Jaw Warriors with that girl in Edmonton, it's crazy that this happens and everything else and it's just you, you wonder when it's going to stop and the Canadian government getting ahead of the situation yesterday saying hey that's enough let's get this let's get this talked about let's get this over with because we need we really really need to start moving forward with this and, and figure out what the hell the problem is and get get to the bottom and, and the root of this situation that you do have without with with the entire hockey world and and, and the like because it, it just seems to to be happening far too often and and you hear about this thing it's time for the law enforcement the london police why they don't have this thing taken care of why the, the, the hockey canada doesn't have this thing taken care of and why it had to get to a situation yesterday where this Kevin Waugh, this MP, um, he looks like the bad guy uh, to, to, in some people's eyes. Why it took him yesterday to reopen the situation and say, hey, let's get this taken care of and let's do something about this because it's very important for people to get to get ahead of this situation and say, and say, okay, this is it. This is what we're doing. And it's, it's got to get taken care of because if it was, if it was, uh, I, I would guarantee it to a man, if it was their, their daughter or their, or their sister or their wife, this happened to they, they'd want people to get to the bottom of the situation and, and heads would roll. So why it isn't happening on, on the, uh, the hockey world, which has a bad stigma throughout Canada and there's probably other sports in the United States as well, why this hasn't been taken care of and, 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 not, not, and, and put behind us so we can start looking forward, why it took a, a, an MP yesterday to say something. If there's something sitting on a, on a shelf somewhere in Toronto that just went, ah, let's not talk about it, it's a touchy subject, we need to protect our players. No, you don't. You need to protect girls around the world. And it's, uh, it's crazy that this, this hasn't uh, hasn't been taken care of. Anyways, there's my rant for the day. Anyways, uh, make sure you guys follow us on uh, YouTube and 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 uh, Twitter and Instagram and everything else. Let's see what do we got today. Uh, on this day in 19.
1975, the Washington Capitals win their first road game of the season after 37 straight losses on the road with a 5-3 win over the California Golden Seals. The Capitals finished their uh, inaugural season in the National Hockey League with a record of eight wins, 67 losses, and five ties. Good for 21 points in their first season in the National Hockey League. This is the only clip that I could find of the, the Washington Capitals from the uh, 1975 season. Guy Lafleur probably got three or four goals this night with the uh, with the Montreal Canadiens against the Washington Capitals that night. That'd be a, maybe a rough season, eight wins in a year, and only one road win all season long. That'd be a, that'd be a, a tough go over. There's no getting around that. Uh, I can't imagine going through a season like that. But well, it's 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 actually happened to me before. But whatever, we won't, we won't talk about that a whole bunch. And happy birthday to. Uh, who do we got today? Keith Kachuk, born on this day in 1972 in Melrose, Massachusetts. Uh, Kachuk played for 18 National Hockey League seasons with stops in Winnipeg, Phoenix, St. Louis, and Atlanta, where he amassed 538 goals, 527 assists for 1,035 points, 2,219 penalty minutes, was taken 19th overall in the 1990 NHL entry draft, one pick ahead of uh, some goaltender by the name of Martin Verder. You wonder if they would have changed those picks all these years later, although they had a really good goaltender in Winnipeg back then who moved on to Phoenix in uh, Nikolai Havi Bulin, the Bulin Wall. If you guys recall him, he was a hell of a hockey player, a hell of a goaltender. But happy birthday to the father of Matthew uh, Kachuk, who I'm not a big fan of. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of Brady Kachuk, who they battled out last night. Uh, no, thank you very much for listening to the show today, for, for following us uh, wherever you guys get your podcast. Make sure you tune into our show later on today that we uh, put out that me and Dave recorded last night. I'm on a, a baseball show for Be- the Belly Up Network. Thank you to, and to Belly Up for having me, uh, having that, doing a baseball show tonight and everything else. Uh, we got uh, two, we got tomorrow night. We got um, Level the Playing Field, Dave and Aaron from Brutalion Sports. We're going to talk a, bit, a little bit of American League East tomorrow night. So that'll be a lot of fun to catch up with those guys. Always a fun fun conversation with those guys to, to have that. Uh, remember to support our sponsors. Uh, Today's uh, hockey, I don't know if I said at the beginning of the show, I've got to try to get into these things, but Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca use promo code 1420BARN for 10% off their all-natural hockey products and apparel at barnburnerhockey.ca. We'll get that one in there. Uh, hockey Canada, do the right thing. Get this taken care of. And everybody, do remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel like the little guy says right there. And uh, remember, as always, it doesn't matter where you are. It is who you're with. Have yourself a good day, folks. We will talk to you tomorrow. Just listen to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer of the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Let's get into it.